0: ...unannounced spraying of a mixture of fuel, oil, and DDT had caused an environmental disaster, a mass killing of small wildlife throughout Pennsylvania, New York, and all of New England. A group of conservationists and landowners from Long Island, New York, were preparing to launch a lawsuit to stop the spraying. It was a case of the U.S. government trying in the wrong way to do the right thing. Government airplanes had sprayed and fogged broad tracts of land all over the northeastern United States the summer before to control mosquitoes, moths, and caterpillars. Now they wanted to stage a second attack against Dutch elm disease, a highly contagious tree fungus that can kill an elm tree in as little as three weeks by choking off the vessels that circulate its water supply. The fungus sticks to the legs of elm bark beetles, which carry the disease during mating season from tree to tree, and it can move like a plague through an elm forest and destroy it in a single season. In theory, pesticides should stop the spread of the disease by killing the insects that carry it. By trying to save the forests with DDT, however, the government was causing more problems than it was solving. Not only was the noxious stuff killing beetles, it was also wiping out insects that were beneficial to gardeners and farmers, such as honeybees and grasshoppers, and decimating the local bird populations. To make matters worse, evidence was growing that both the destructive beetles and the local mosquitoes were developing a resistance to the poisons. It seemed that even as it lost its effectiveness against the unwanted insects— DDT was making them stronger. Carson wasn't surprised by any of this. She'd been thinking about the devastating effects of science on the environment since the obliteration of Hiroshima by the atomic bomb in 1945. The effects of radioactive fallout, tiny dust particles that emit invisible dangerous waves of radiation on everything in the natural environment, including people, had been horrendous. She wondered whether toxic chemicals released into the air or water might have the same effects. At first, the ideas that had occurred to her had been difficult to accept. They were, if not too far-fetched, certainly too horrible to entertain. But the years since then had forced her to face reality. In a letter to her close friend, Dorothy Freeman, she wrote... Some of the thoughts that came were so unattractive to me that I rejected them completely, for the old ideas die hard, especially when they are emotionally as well as intellectually dear to me. It was pleasant to believe, for example, that much of nature was forever beyond the tampering reach of man. He might level the forests and dam the streams, but the clouds and the rain and the wind were gods.' It was comforting to suppose that the stream of life would flow on through time in whatever course that God had appointed for it, without interference by one of the drops of the stream, man, and to suppose that, however the physical environment might mold life, that life could never assume the power to change drastically, or even destroy, the physical world. These beliefs have almost been part of me for as long as I have thought about such things— to have them even vaguely threatened, was so shocking that, as I have said, I shut my mind, refused to acknowledge what I couldn't help seeing. But that does no good, and I have now opened my eyes and my mind. I may not like what I see, but it does no good to ignore it, and it's worse than useless to go on repeating the old eternal verities that are no more eternal than the hills of the poet's always, Rachel. These thoughts had turned into action by 1957, when she learned about a huge expansion in the use of dangerous pesticides by the United States Department of Agriculture, USDA, a government agency intended to assist and to protect American farms and farmers in a program to eradicate fire ants. At the request of the president of the Audubon Society, a conservationist group, Carson had helped get the USDA to release its findings on the destructive effects of DDT and other similar chemicals on natural ecology. Despite the efforts of Carson and many others who were aware of the problem, the USDA continued inexorably along its track, even announcing plans to expand...